Hi everyone and welcome to episode six of the Lesbian Supper Club podcast. I feel like we're going to have to stop saying the numbers soon because... I know, but do you know what's really weird actually that you would say that is that I was randomly looking at other podcasts earlier and a lot of people number their podcasts. Yeah, I've seen that. And we don't number the titles. That's why I feel like I have to number the intros. I feel like we give everyone quite a warm welcome on ours. I feel like whenever I listen to a podcast, I don't even hear welcome. Yeah, it's because we don't have any sponsors yet for adverts. (laughs) That's why. I'm the sponsor. We're having to be more personable. (laughs) Please love me. Give me some cash, please. (laughs) I'm on my knees. Welcome back, everyone. Um, We hope that you loved episode five as much as we did, because honestly, Lewis had me absolutely creased. I was um, pissing myself. Like that that episode when we had to go through and send the edit notes over to Marcelo, like we were actually crying like at some points because there's just something about him that is so fucking funny as well. And I also think it's got to a point now. Oh, God, the dogs just stole the limp roller. <laughs> He's like, don't you dare erase any memory of me. Go sit, go, go sit down, Take please. Come and lay with mummy. Because come. we're not having it. We're not. Uh, <laughs> right, up and lie down. Lie down. Good boy. Good the boy. Invisalign is off. What was I saying? <clears throat> um, I actually can't remember. No, we were, talk- yeah, oh, we were, we were talking so about Lewis. Yeah. Lewis, Lewis. And it's got to a point now where, you know, we... Say it again. Oh, sorry. It's got to a point now where we edit, you know, we we help edit these these podcasts and I get so bored of the sound of my own voice and yours, actually. That is absolutely fair. It's nice to have someone else. Yeah. Just just voice coming in, you know? Yeah. And and also we we kind of had to keep in a lot of the mistakes that we made just purely because he made them so much funnier. Like just the way that he talks is just like and just interprets things is hilarious. So thanks again, Lois, because we love you and we loved having you on. And we can't wait for you guys to see kind of what guests we've got lined up as well and in store for the Lesbian Supper Club. So it's only it's only up from here, baby. A couple of days ago we put out a uh story on our Instagram to say that you guys should send in some topics that you really want us to talk about and a massive one that kept coming through was our coming out stories so we've listened and we're going to do today on episode six our coming out stories we've got a van of therapists parked outside particularly for Freya (laughs) because lord knows that she's going to need it when she's going to say I'm going to have to relive this which is yeah and yeah so today we're going to be mainly focused on a coming out story um we're going to start off talking about the L word again because what else do lesbians talk about and we're going to finish off with (laughs) I know we say this every time but this is this is a pretty vile one this is the worst horror story if you think piss in the mouth was bad just you wait baby this is yeah this is actually took the medal and I didn't think we'd be able <laughs> the to medal do that, that, that no easily. one actually wants no <laughs> I don't know some people might want no, some it some people might want it okay well I think we should start handing out medals of like the most fucking disgusting lesbian supper club horror story yes. the, the yes, that's a good idea. one we should give yeah. lesbian medals if oh, your story medal, makes so the lesbian supper club podcast you get the lesbian medal it's a medal. bit like a blue peter badge but just more disgraceful yes yeah, that's such a good idea. And I think as well, like going back on the Albert thing, because there's been more developments. So we listened and we love, by the way, the Pants Pod. So shout out to the Pants Podcast by Alicia Haley and Kate Menig. 
is her last name, I think. Um, so Shane and Alice from The L Word. And this podcast is amazing. And the way that they speak about things is is just really... And the way they don't speak over each other. That's beautiful. Yeah, I, wa- I walked home and went, babe, they don't talk over each other. And you're like, it's not like ours. No two people <laughs> are the same. No two no. pussies are the same and no two people are the same, Faye, right? <laughs> and if you want someone that's not going to talk over lips, to you... Funny. Hinge, you've mentioned a few times how much it's progressed since you were on there. Off you fucking pop. They are looking a lot better these days. No, honestly. Well, everyone thinks we're in a polyamorous relationship, so they probably assume they do you're on think there anyway. That we're on, yeah, that, that, that's for another episode. That's for another episode. We. Oh, Marcelo, shut boom, up. Boom. <laughs> we're actually in one with Marcelo. Uh, no, I think listening to that podcast made me think shit i didn't realize the kind of backstory behind what happened with l word generation q so i didn't know that so kate and leisha shane and alice were behind the development of bringing back the l word with jennifer beals and eileen shaken mm-hmm. so they were trying to release another l word they obviously could see that there was a massive gap in the market for it and it needed to be done yeah. and likely so they also loved their characters which i really really yeah. love and they wanted to bring that back and then I think it got taken over and and turned into a way that they really didn't want or like which I could see just by watching it yes wasn't was nowhere near on the same level I don't think Alice and Shane Kate and Leisha were not happy with how the L word developed because it didn't develop in the way that they thought it should have done for a start which I agree with Mm -hmm. I don't think that the characters developed quite in the way that we would have all I also think the whole way that it was filmed was not reflective of the L word at all so understandably there were things that needed to evolve from the first kind of you know L word Mm. which we all agree on but what I loved about the filming of the original L word is that you did feel like you were there. Like it felt very raw. Yeah. Whereas L word generation Q, despite the characters, despite the storylines, despite anything else, the way that it was actually filmed felt very fake and toy like. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It had no like authenticity to it. It felt very like, um, Almost like a cartoony. I, I really hated yeah. the vibrant colours. No queer lot are that fucking happy. No, we're not. Do you know what fucking I mean? Miserable. The LGBTQ flag should be pastel. Wait, because no, we're it not. should just be like a pirate flag, really. Yeah, because we're not that fucking <laughs> shiny. Do you know what I mean? No, we're not shiny and we're not happy, all right? I don't Give think us I've back e- the ever l- genuinely laughed for once in my whole life. So. No, no. No. You don't laugh. Do I you, did. Actually? I laughed at Jesse Carson. Yeah, you did. I think that's the only time I've ever yeah. really laughed at my Actually, life. I want to say really quickly <laughs> if you guys haven't heard of Jessica Carson by now, you need to check her out. She is the funniest comedian. I don't even say that lightly. No, she is a legend. The funniest comedian I've ever seen in my life. And when we went to go and see her live, I was in pain, but I was also in awe. Like watching her, I was so just like what's even the word inspired like yeah. i watched her and she did a q a at the end where she was really like she had a lot of like humility about her like not only is she hilarious and and talks about things that maybe like other people don't want to talk about like her grandparents having sex and reenacting the whole thing which i thoroughly enjoyed scarlet then and me were like okay well we want to go say hi to her afterwards because we we've kind of shared a few oh, comments hell. online to one another before and like we I follow each other story. 
we follow each other and I was like, I love her. And now I'm a bit starstruck because she was so funny. I don't know what to do with myself. So we were then in like the quietest room after everyone had kind of like said thank you and gotten a photo with her. And Scarlett said to me, she was like, my asshole is wet. I've been laughing so much. I said this so, whilst we were laughing. Like, so whilst so, the show was yeah. taking place, I looked up to Freya, I was like, I'm laughing so much. I'm sweating from everywhere, including my arsehole. Yes. Okay. Right. But I don't ever give the correct context. Yeah. You're <laughs> fucking weird. Nobody needed to know that. Anyway, so I then was like, this would be a really funny thing to say. I'm just going to go up to her and I'm going to break it to her. Anyway, because the room was so quiet... I go up to Jesse and I'm like, hey, yeah, that was amazing. That was amazing. Her arsehole's wet. And then, <laughs> I, she said and, then and then I just looked at her and then she looked at me. Jesse, to this day, I don't know if you actually heard what I said or if you did hear what I said and you were mortified or you didn't understand what I said and just kind of wanted to move past it. But I just looked at, looked at her with the most mortified look on my face. And I was just... And Scarlett was like... Uh-uh. And I can, f- I, I can feel Scarlett's energy. When Scarlett is like, you're a fucking Freya, idiot. I don't think it takes any <laughs> energy feeling to think that when you've gone up to someone you don't know and yeah. looked at them after saying hello, yeah. pointed at me and gone, her asshole's wet. Yeah. You're not fucking spiritual yeah. for thinking I might have been pissed off for that. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> I anyway. literally in that moment was like, I the last five years have been a terrible mistake. <laughs> I wish I was getting in the car on my own. I literally, I as soon as we walked away, you know, and you're like, you think about that moment, and every day I've been thinking about that wet asshole moment. I've it's been months, sleepless nights. Yeah, so I'm sorry, Jesse. I do really love. I you, do though. think it was a bit of gay panic. I panicked massively. The gay panic came over me. I was hot. Just quickly back to the L word. Then I. So they had basically, they were the ones that come together, put it all together. It'd been, they said 10 years in the making yeah. of really getting this show back off the ground. And then they had no and control. And they were one, of, and also one of the last people to be told that it was actually going to end, which I think is disgraceful. That's one disgusting, like you just shouldn't do that, right? They also mentioned that they, there's a lot, there were a lot of new people involved that didn't actually give a fuck about the project. That was very clear. Which makes me think that back in the early 2000s, right, no one else would have touched this unless they were queer. Yeah. Because they wouldn't have wanted to jeopardise their career, you know? Yeah. Whereas now, people will jump on things if it is queer because they think it elevates them in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So there probably was a lot of cis, heterosexual people on that set who mm. had no fucking idea the lives in which they were trying yeah. to portray. Because and that was obvious, the I The L think. word has, like, helped me develop. Yeah. Like, and, and accept my sexuality. Mm-hmm. L word Generation Q would have made me go back in the fucking closet. But it just gave me nothing either. <laughs> it like, just wasn't good. It, uh, it wasn't good. And there was, there's still a lot I have to learn about this community. You know, even speaking with Lewis a few days ago made it really prevalent that there's still a lot of things that I just haven't, you know, understood about the community or or don't know enough about because I stay in my kind of lesbian lane, so to speak. And for the diversity that the Elwa Generation Q brought, it didn't, I mean, it did show me things about different characters that maybe you don't see as much on TV. But I don't think it really dug deep into a lot 
beyond no. the surface of just tick boxing. That's I, how I, I felt. I think it was just surface level. And yeah, I mean, it just wasn't for me. I think like with the original L word, I loved the fact that Dana did that line where she was like, I don't want to be seen with you. You look like a dyke. Yeah. Like for me, I'm well, like- those because those conversations do, do happen. happen. And it's funny and it's just stupid. And it's in like little pass away things like that. But actually the deeper storylines within the original L word really dug into the lives of lesbian women and what that looks like and what the toxicity looks like as well. Mm-hmm. The positives and the negatives just everything about it it didn't seem like they took that blueprint it just seemed like they took a few of the older characters and kept the name and then that was it and also why didn't they use the original theme tune because that theme tune but no it would not leave my head then for another decade they need yeah every lesbian can recite that off by heart just to end the elwood generation q elwood chat here i'm sure we'll revisit it many times going forward is I really want all of the... So Jennifer, Leisha, Kate... Bring Kit back. I don't care and, if you killed her off in Generation Q. Just bring her back. And Eileen mm-hmm. to come together and launch their own L Word again. Forget yes. L Word Generation Q even happened. Yep. L Word coming back, bringing new characters, obviously update it in all the ways it needs to be updated, but keep the basis of why the L mm-hmm. Word was so successful very there. Don't work with Cox, which I know is really hard in that industry, but try not to. <laughs> I will come there and put a fucking producer's hat on. Welcome. Do I know a thing about production? No. Do I know will I give about it a good lesbians? go? Yes. And yes to lesbians as well. Yeah. And do it again. And because we still don't know who fucking killed Jenny. Yeah. They didn't even fucking do, they didn't even give us that in Generation Q. Just pretended as if she never existed. And she did exist. Yes, we all may have hated her, but she very much existed. Yeah. Very true. So, well, I'll, I'll take you on that one, darling. I think your blood pressure has gone high. Oh, I've wound myself right up. And now I've got to talk about coming out stories. <laughs> but yeah, let's go on to coming out because that's going to wind me up even more. I know that so many people have asked about this. I. I think that everyone's coming out stories is actually really important um, because I think that it, it, I think expressing that and telling people about it is um, somewhat comforting, even if you've had a bad experience. So, Mm -hmm. because mine was not a good experience um, at all. Um, I was in the closet for 21 and a half years of my life. I had already had a girlfriend and, and was going out with her for two years before I came out and um we were in a long distance relationship which is another thing that I kind of want to talk about on another episode because I know quite a few of you have talked about you know how do you handle that and I know that lesbians fucking love to travel so um so I think that that's quite like an interesting story but that aside my coming out the one thing that I'm going to mention and you'll understand why is never let somebody force you to come out and never let somebody come out for you. Um, I think when I when I was in this relationship, and it was a very serious relationship um, with a woman, I really, I, I, I felt petrified to come out to my parents because I, even though I actually have an older gay sister, Megan, my mum was not okay with, with Megan's sexuality when she came out at all. So knowing that bit of information kind of made me very reluctant can to, I jump to come in out. there though and say that your mum did come to she accept to Megan and absolutely yes. love her and love Whitney as mm-hmm. well Megan's wife yeah and all was good all the was storm good. had come the storm I think had that is calmed. important I know that you 
very much remembered the difficulty that Megan had. Yeah. But by this point, everything was absolutely yeah. fine. Yeah, and she loves, you know, my sister's wife and she's welcomed her into the home and has been fantastic. But uh, you know when you just know. You know it's not going to go down well. She was always asking about boys. She always seemed a little bit shady whenever I was, like, speaking about anything queer-related. Um, so even when I said, oh, I, I, mean, I remember I was 16, I went to go see Jessie J for, like, a fiver. <laughs> um, and then I came back and I was like, oh, I could marry her. She literally looked at me and was like, what the fuck? So I knew I knew in my in my gut that it was going to be bad. Um, but I had spoken to a few people about this because my sisters knew that I was in this relationship. I tried to keep it very very quiet um, because I also just was because of this. I wasn't comfortable in my sexuality at all. I was like, I'm only in love with this one girl. There's no way I could be gay. Um, and I pushed it down so much because I was petrified as to kind of like what that would look like for me in my life um, and what that would look like for me in terms of my family. And um, I remember actually, I don't know if you guys will be able to relate to this, but before I came out, I remember every time that I would see my mum um, and she didn't know about, you know, my sexuality. I was thinking, I'm going to cherish this moment right now because she's being really loving and she doesn't know about my sexuality and it made me feel so inherently guilty all the time so anyway long story short I ended up traveling to Brazil um, for a few months and I had an amazing time I came back uh, let me tell you why it was amazing Brazil's fucking sick secondly because I was able to be gay and openly gay over there which I just didn't categorically didn't do in the UK just in any fear of getting caught out so then I came home and I was depressed because obviously I was away from Brazil and I was away from the girl that I was going out with. And my mum actually saw me crying because, you know, obviously I was in a terrible way. And she was like, why are you crying? Is it because you miss Brazil? I was like, yeah, 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 I just really miss it, really miss it. She's like, is it because you miss Natalia? Sure, she won't care. <laughs> is it because you miss Natalia? And I was like, Yes. And then she said, are you in love with her? So she coerced me to come out. So by this point, I thought, well, I can't actually now lie. And, and also, everybody if she's else asking that me. question in that way, it's quite like a nice way to ask. It is. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's quite like open. Mm. And also my sisters have said, go on, I think mum will be all right with it. Just go for it. Just, you've got to do it. You can't keep lying to her. And I knew, kind of in my head, I was like, oh, well, dad was fine when Megan came out, so I'm not really too worried about that. Um, but I was like on my own with her in her room, and I said yes, and I started crying my eyes out, and she was like, you're disgusting. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. I mean, it, because I find you disgusting for many ways, but not that one. Thank you very much, babe. I, I was in, <laughs> you're a cunt. I was in a really, really bad way, and I was like, what? Like, I kind of... I knew that she was going to react badly, but actually the reality of them then acting badly is like, oh, you're joking me, right? And she was like, you're sick, you're sick. And I was like, okay. Um, uh, <laughs> and I um, and I said as well, that she was like, are you gay then? And I was like, no, I've, I, I mean, this is, this is stupid on my behalf, but I had to try and claw back anything that I could. I was like, no, I'm straight, but I'm just like in love with this one person. I'm, I'm in love with her. And my mom was like, I can't believe you. You know what my mum is like, Jesus Christ. And she just really... Just how they make it 
out as if it's a choice. Like you've I, told them that you've just gone and robbed a bank. I think and as like, well. I fucking she's like, cannot oh, believe you made they that conscious decision. They always make it quite kind of like sexual, which I don't really understand. Yeah, either. why do they always I, make it about sex? Because when you come for out? me, I'm like, just can you not mention that at all? Do you know? What I mean, it, like it just makes me feel like inherently uncomfortable. I'm why already fucking uncomfortable. Why do you actually care who your child is having sex with? No, why that's do you what give I want to know? It is, it is a weird, weird when you think about it because that's what they always come down to mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And it's that's like such a small part no. of being of any Gay. kind of sexual orientation. Anything. I mean, I also she was like, "Tell your father." So and obviously, I went downstairs. I was like, "No," <laughs> and I and I told him. I said, "I'm in Natalia," and he was like, "Well, why?" And I was like, oh, fuck me. My dad's bad as well. <laughs> yeah, because um, you really thought your dad was kind of give you, uh, yeah, giving you a bit of support. But I think it was, is also because my, my dad's brain doesn't, you know, doesn't tick on all the same levels that he yes. then in his head was thinking, if you like men as well, why don't you just choose the easy option and just stay with a man? Mm. And that's exactly what he said. Why don't you just make it easy for yourself? And I was like, okay, it's not like that. And then my dad, just whatever. Uh, earlier on in the day, I bought myself some like some vodka, some ice and some limes because I was going to make them Kaipadoskas because like they really wanted to try them. So I was like, well, fuck you. And I got the, the vodka and the ice and the limes. And I was like crying, driving away over to my sister's house. I just like knocked on the door. And as soon as she saw me crying, she's like, okay, yeah, I get it. I was in such a bad way because it was every everything that I had thought mm. and more mm. you know and i ended up having a few drinks with megan and then i think lauren my other sister That's, spoke yeah, to her on the I phone i was just about to just come in there because you know you've we've spoken about this at great lengths and i think the one amazing thing about this is that your sisters really rallied for you they did, i yeah. mean megan you would expect because she'd been through it she's but, uh, gay but she also it, but megan lauren, was getting the wrath as well because yeah. it was also like you're the gay sister. This has happened because yes. of you. All this shit. But Lauren is what I didn't also, want to happen. you know, being the straight one. Yeah. She she also really defended mm. you both and stuck up to your mum. And I think at that point as well, Lauren was always the voice of reason. Yes. So for Lauren to come forward and say it and call out that injustice mm. was a massive I mean, kind I of think, turning point. I think if I could have done it differently, I wouldn't have been alone. Because it would have been much better to have had a room full of my sisters there or like a good friend or whatever. I think, I, but I got fucking bamboozled, didn't I? Mm. So I didn't really have much of a choice. I then, it's one um, of those things as well, though, where there is never a right time. No, there you, isn't a right there's time. There's a right time for you. There's never a right time for anyone else. Hey, look, right? I'm glad I did it, right? Because look at me now. I'm very happy. But it, but it's more so, you know, I, I, I went back to the house and I, you know, I said, look, I could be pregnant. I could be addicted to heroin. She was like, that would be easier to deal with. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then she's and I said, Would you have rather I just didn't tell you then and just lie to you the rest of my life? Yeah. Wow. And then she said, You just go swanning off into the sunset with your girlfriend. And I was like, Well, okay. That sounds like a bit of jealousy. Sounds lovely, doesn't it? That sounds like a bit of jealousy as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and um and for the following weeks after that, I just got ignored, like yeah. proper silent treatment. Just was um yeah, but it it made me feel How like long the did it take for her to sea. How long did it take for her to come round, roughly? Well, idiot little bitch over here, me. I It was her birthday coming up in like two weeks after I came out. So what did I do? I fucking threw her a surprise birthday party while she was ignoring me. Because I was like Yeah, but also we've mentioned this so before. Hard. You are the beaten puppy. I am the beaten puppy. So yeah, I know, so it me. gets kicked, it's starved, it's riddled with worms. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> 
the all puppy of those would things bring you a bit of like infested chicken carcass and Freya will throw you a surprise birthday. Yeah, literally. It's not so, probably one of the best ideas you've ever had, darling. No, but you know what? It it's worked. also probably not one of the worst. No, I've definitely done worse. I mean, it worked. She loved the party. Oh, okay. She's a great that party. got you back in her good books. And then I think over time, uh, the thing is, is that she actually really liked my girlfriend as well. And then when Natalia came over, I was like, right, well, I'm obviously not going to, because at this point I was living at home with my parents. So I was like, obviously we're not going to stay here. So we'll go stay over at Megan's. She's like, no. And I'm like, are you actually joking? Oh my God. So even though she'd made your life hell over it, then when you'd been like, well, I'll go and stay somewhere else. No, 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 you won't. Oh, no, you don't have to do... Oh, don't be so silly. Were you allowed to stay in the same bedroom? Oh, no. Okay. That's I still snuck in there, didn't Yeah, I? but that's, that is weird because you're both like fully grown adults at this oh, point. So again, yeah. it comes down to a bit of a control thing, doesn't it? Because it's like... She's the same with I Lauren. I didn't necessarily want you here. But I don't want you to go anywhere else. Uh, anywhere else. But if you stay here, it has to be on my rules. Yes. Which I really don't like. Like yeah. if my parents told me, to, they just would never. But I'd be. Like, I think also fuck the I fuck was off. like I was really just like clinging to any form of acceptance. acceptance. Yeah. So you know whether that looked like spare rooms or not. Yes. And I also didn't want to kick up a fuss about it because she'd already been weird about the whole sexual thing. So if I then started so you wanted saying, it to be like. We're together, but we've never touched. We're the best of friends, honey. Okay. Yeah. I kind of get that. Yeah. And uh, But over time, you know, is what it is. I ended up just getting more and more confident in my sexuality. She then very slowly figured out that clearly it wasn't just Natalia. There were other girls. Because it then took I until me. Lie. I still lie. It took lie. until me. Remember, we were yes. all sat down having breakfast. And one day a remark was made like, oh, you know, but you're not a, you're not a lesbian. And I went, yeah, she fucking is. <laughs> and she looked at Freya as if to be like, are you taking the piss? Bearing in mind, I was her third girlfriend at this point. You'd also dated yeah. other girls. Yes, yeah. And she was like appalled because I think she thought like you were going to do a bit of a Libby May. If you don't know Libby May, by the way. Is Libby I, May with a boy? No, but she always does a stupid fucking TikTok. She was like, when I turn 30, I'm going to marry a man. Oh, that winds me Annoying. Right I, I think your mum genuinely still believed that you were going to end up with a man one yeah. day. So Ain't that was happen. a second quite hard swell to pillow. Uh, swell pillow, to pillow. Swell to pillow. Pillow to swell. <laughs> <laughs> Pill to swallow. Um, because she was convinced that this would be right, a Hey, I wasn't doing thing. any swallowing at all. But I do just want to say that, you know, now she's amazing. Oh, like she she's is. amazing with me, has always been amazing with me yep. as well. And From day one, you. you know, has always been very, very welcome and very amazing. This is no tea, no shade on my mum because I actually love her so much, right? It's just the situation in that that moment was horrendous. Yeah, but you don't need to say that. I always feel like you have this guilt thing where you have mm. to disclaim it. But you loving your mum has got nothing to do with the fact with that her, that was fucking yeah. traumatising for there, you. There's two things in this world that you can control and it's your reaction, but it's not somebody else's actions. So, you know, your reaction to things is something that you have whole God, control God, I need to over. take that advice. But... But with somebody else's actions, you're not responsible. There's no. nothing that you can do. And I think the key takeaway that I would you know give to you guys if you're either going through a similar thing have been or feel like you may reach a bad audience when you're coming out is that don't do it until you're ready first of all to deal with that to deal if with it that could go bad make sure that you have a great support system around you um if you feel like it is a really dangerous environment and when don't we say support system it. as well because 
I think we're in a really privileged position and always have been where we've always had amazing friends. Mm -hmm. Not everyone's in that position. So we will make sure to tag a lot of amazing resources and places and people that you can turn to. And also, this is one of the most incredible things about the internet now is that you can find your people online. So even though they may not physically be there, there are so many queer groups, queer Mm -hmm. spaces. Like you guys- I mean, there's us. Well, yeah, but that's the (laughs) thing. Make friends in our comments, you know, like the Mm. lesbian horror, uh, sorry, the lesbian heartbreak story. People are commenting underneath saying, yeah, it was heartbreaking for me. Uh, This happened, that happened. And I I briefly see other people come in and sort of, help help that yeah, person which is, great. which is amazing we're all there find... we've all been through the same thing no matter what our coming out looked like we're all going through the same thing we've in all had life, that worry for and sure we've all had that worry that anxiety but also it's so cliche it does get so much better i think that when you start to really accept who you yeah. are as a well, person look at you now you literally have a podcast called the lesbian, the lesbian supper club. club yeah i if um, that doesn't say it all then i don't know what does i'm scissoring left and right Oh, that was a topic for another time. Someone said, "Yeah, you they actually did say. scissor." I know it's really interesting. Got an awful lot. Did to you not say make your that. Barbie scissor? That's how you know you're gay. <laughs> I um, <laughs> yeah, that's why you're a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> he walks into it every time. I know, but I I honestly am so glad that I did do it. It was a horrific story. Live to tell the tale, but um, but also I you know we are here and. We are very visible as lesbian women. I am so deeply happy to be gay. Back then, if somebody said to me, you can be straight tomorrow, I would have done it. Somebody said it to me now, I'd run for the fucking hills. I love being gay and gay is the way. Yeah, I am. Shout out to those who are going through a really shitty time. I'm looking at the dog right now. This is really distracting. By the way, lovingly looking into my eyes like I am the best thing he's ever seen in his whole life. Also, he did come over to me first. Because so. I said to him, mummy, and you're mummy. All right, piss off. <laughs> no, I'm mum mum. Mum mum. Mum and mummy. So my coming but I out story. Hear, yeah, I want to hear your coming out story because mine's this is very a lot different. Lighter. It's a lot lighter, but there was still, there was still some painful yeah. moments in it. So I grew up, I think a lot of you know this now. So I grew up in the depths of Somerset. So I've said it before, like I quite literally, I think for a period of time was the only gay in the village. Well, the one that was definitely only out. I mean, mm. I know there's loads down there. Yeah. And I could probably name them all, but Go I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to out all of those straight men at the local yes. pub. Like, I fucking hate gay people. All right, Jeffrey, we know you're taking up the That's not a Jeffrey, but yeah. And <laughs> um, so I had a lot of, because I think you grew up in a really liberal place. Consi- no. No? You would think that Windsor was liberal. It wasn't. Okay. There was No one was gay when I was at school. Uh, obviously in the time that we were coming mm. out, but that we were at I school. I mean with you being in quite close proximity to London, but you never actually li- really went to London as a child, no, did you? weirdly enough. Lived really close to it, but never okay, really Okay, so we both grew up, up in quite conservative places. Very conservative, so yeah. So mine was conservative, but then also, you know, like they're 20 years behind. So, like, we're living now in 2023. They're living in 2003. Yours is definitely worse than Windsor, for sure. Yeah, Windsor was still quite progressive in the sense of, like, you live in the same time, relatively, probably about three three years behind London. Somerset Mm -hmm. is probably a good 20. Yeah. So, I mentioned this briefly before. Was in love with my best friend. That didn't work out. Had a fling with someone else who made me realize that it wasn't just one person that 
was definitely a rebound just to make sure that I was gay. And once I realized that, I chucked that person. So yeah, had a bit of a fling with this person. It definitely validated what I wanted it to validate. Realized that me and this person, I mean, they were absolutely lovely, but like had honestly absolutely nothing in common. So I got up one day, walked out, just never went, like literally never showed up my face again. Met my first girlfriend in Bath, which we all had the absolutely delight of hearing about in the heartbreak episode and kept going back and forth to Bath. And I kept dropping hints to my mum because me and my mum are super close. Like my mum is genuinely one of my best friends. Like I FaceTime her about three times a day. And <laughs> other than Jessie Kirsten, I think my mum is one of the only people that can make me laugh. Like I love her. But again, didn't know how she was going to react because like we just hadn't ever been around gay people or like... You know, she'd never outwardly said anything really homophobic. I mean, they definitely say slurs down there. Yeah, they do. But it doesn't come with hate, right? So they say things that are problematic, but because it's just a regurgitation, not because they actually feel that way. I agree. It's a really weird thing to say, Mm. but it is the truth. Like there were two um, gay men that used to work at my auntie's pub and they'd come down from being upstairs and my nan would be like, you just had a bum in? Oh. And she loved them. She absolutely loved them. <laughs> I'm going to go to the pub to see Paul and Chris. But she would just say things like yeah, that, right? Yeah, yeah. So I just didn't really know. <laughs> and my, I kept dropping hints. And then one day my mum was like, is that girl your girlfriend? <laughs> and I was like, do you know what? This is my moment. So I just turned around and I was like, yeah, she is. And she just looked at me and went, oh. <sighs> what am I going to do about grandchildren? I was like, (laughs) mum, are you that fucking thick? I can still have kids. And she just went, all right then. And that was it. (laughs) And I was like, This is the best coming out story ever. Anyway, told my mum, didn't really feel the need to tell anyone else. Didn't tell my dad, even though my dad literally adores me. And me and him are also really close. He comes from quite a devout Catholic background. And again, he'd, he's my dad's super, super liberal, but had never, I think because I was always such a straight girl as well. I think as well, you always live with the fear of never being that same person that your parents adore, yes. right? So yeah. you, you, you feel guilty about taking that away from them, even though you're not, you're just yes. being yourself and yeah. you're always who you were. You, you fear mm-hmm. that they're just going to turn around and be like, no more. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, it, in a way it would have been easier if I'd had those kind of hints about you know I don't know like the the classic hints that down in Somerset you'd be like that's a lesbian which is wrong but if I'd have like shaved my hair or got tattoos or Mm. and because I just was so straight passing particularly at that time because I was trying to just actually blend with all of those around me yeah it just would have never have crossed their minds like ever mm-hmm. whereas lewis was saying you know his parents knew before he knew pretty much yes and sometimes that makes it easier so hadn't told my dad for the first year and a half of dating my girlfriend and then it was new year's eve and we were i was out with my girlfriend and two of my best friends from home who also grew up with my dad so knew him really well because we'd all often you know go to like thought park together mm. and he'd take us all shopping and things like that and um, 
I, I said to them, I was like, oh, my dad, like, I still haven't told him. I've just, it's just one of those things, like, I just really didn't know how to say it. I wasn't even particularly yeah. scared, but it was like, how do I just drop this into conversation? <laughs> so because they know him so well, they were like, well, if you don't ring and tell him now, we will. And can I just PSA this by saying that wasn't them forcing me to come out. My friends know me very, very, very well. Yeah. And they know my dad very, very well. It wasn't like a pressuring, like, well, we're going to out you. It was like, we know he's going to be absolutely fine. So if you don't do it, we'll do it for you. That kind yeah. of thing. So at that point, he rings me because it was New Year's mm. to be like, happy New Year's. I'm going to ring you before it's 12 o'clock and it goes absolutely mad. And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm having a bit of a like house party, a few, a few friends around. <clears throat> and I was like, okay, well, I've got something to tell you. And he was like, what? Because my dad <laughs> has also, with some things like, you know, I'll never forget once I drove around his house and the, the tread on my tyres was, well, it, it was non-existent. And he was like, get round to the garage <laughs> now. Like he could get really angry about the, not the weirdest shit, but like, you know, the like most, dad like, shit. minuscule things, Dad really. shit, like yeah, the classic yeah. stuff. And he was like, what? And I was like, oh, fuck. And I just went, I'm gay. And he, he just, in the most calmest way ever, just went, Scarlet. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And it was that was the biggest relief. I think I broke down in tears because even though I think I knew deep down he'd be okay. It's still a worry. And I and as well, I think it's because I know how much my dad loves me. Mm. That I really didn't want to let him down. And then my stepmom told me that apparently he put the hung the phone up, <laughs> went into the house party where all the music was going off, turned off all of the music. Looked up to everyone in the house and went, I just want everyone here to know that Scarlett's a lesbian. And if any of you don't like it, you can get the fuck out of my house now. <laughs> like, and that's legend status, that is to be honest. legendary. And uh, like, ever since then, like, both my parents have always been incredible. Amazing. The only person I had a problem with was my nan, who mm. I was also really, really close with, still am, like a second mum. Mm -hmm. So my mum's mum. And me and my mum had kind of always just hidden it from her. And I don't know why. It wasn't like my mum had ever asked me to. It was just an unspoken thing where we just didn't mention that side of me to Nan. So we'd all be out shopping and she'd see someone and be like, that's a nice bit of stuff for you, Scar. And I'd be, <laughs> mum would just look at me and like roll her eyes and just be like, go along with it. And I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> Whilst I'm literally like, my vagina is turning inwards. Does it usually turn outwards? <laughs> Maybe. You wouldn't know. You don't go near it enough. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> so yeah, this had gone on for ages. And I, I then got to a point where I did start dropping hints. And she definitely knew, but she was playing fucking dumb for her mm, own... On purpose. Like, not satisfaction, but for her own comfort. Mm -hmm. And then it was my... It was either my mum's 50th, like a big birthday. I think it was my mum's 50th. And we were talking about who was going to come. And I said, well, obviously me and my girlfriend are going to come. And she was like, oh, Scarlett, you know, Nan's going to be there. And I was like, so? She was like, well, you know, it's going to be awkward. I don't want to cause a thing, blah, blah, blah. And, and at that point, I just lost my fucking temper because I'd been with this person for over two years. My cousins had boyfriends coming in and out every fucking six months. They could yeah. come to every family event ever. And I was just <clears> like, do you know what? At this point, the level of fucking disrespect... Because I, at this point as well, got so confident in my own sexuality. That you couldn't give a flying fuck I don't care if people yeah. don't like me for being gay. Show me as soon as possible so I can boot you the fuck out of my life. Yeah. 
Especially so when it comes to family members. Me like, and mom, actually, just yeah. fuck you. Mom, me and mum didn't have an argument about it, actually. It was more me flying off the handle, I think, of the kind of the, the secretness that I'd had to keep in for mm-hmm. so long mm-hmm. that I blew up, packed my stuff, and drove back to London because I was at home at this point. And I was yeah, like, do you know what? You. Fuck it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care. Didn't say anything. Obviously, my mum was then so upset had gone round to my nans and been like, look, you cannot put this strain on the family anymore. Like, Scarlett's gay and you have to accept it whether you like it or not. Amazing. So my mum's actually a legend for doing that. Yeah. And I wish I had the text and I tried to find it and I couldn't. <laughs> but about two days later, I receive a text from my nan and it went something like, Scarlett, this is your nan. As if her number <laughs> doesn't come up on my phone with her contact details. <laughs> I just want you to know that me and Charlie love you very much. And I am sorry if I have ever made you feel a certain way. But you have to understand, it was different when me and Char were growing (laughs) up. And I'm thinking, well, it wasn't. People just weren't out. Yeah. Or you were just too blind to see it. Can I just really quickly before you say this... I feel like so many people find comfort in using their generation to back up their own yes. bigotry. Yes. And I fucking it's hate not that. Okay. But it's yeah. not okay. It's Agreed. not okay. It's excuse. Carry on. Anyway, she goes on to say all this and then basically was like, if you're in love with this person and you're happy, then I'm happy too. <laughs> love you always, Nan. And then that was it. But and then she was makes- fine. But I did hold on to her projection of homophobia for a while until we met actually and I was so yeah. nervous to introduce I'd been I'd again had two girlfriends long term they'd met mine no they hadn't one had one hadn't mm-hmm. kind of kept them away because I was just really awkward by this point she mm-hmm. hadn't said anything bad it just made me so awkward so my nan's a massive country song uh, sorry country music enthusiast so I was so nervous of her meeting Freya within mm. literally two minutes of Freya coming through the door. I threw a guitar in Freya's lap and was like, <laughs> sing for her. Because it was like, that was my brain's way of breaking the ice. And to be fair to me, it I mean, did it work. Worked. That was a good plan. She was stroking my leg within no time. I was playing that. She was yeah, and now tap, my nan is tap, so tap. fucking funny. Like it's she hilarious. loves Freya more than me. And we were all sat at her, her house a few months ago. And sadly, my granddad passed away last year. And... um we were all talking and Freya came over and just gave me a kiss on the cheek and she went, oh, isn't that lovely? And then she just looked up out of nowhere and went, do you think I could be a lesbian? <laughs> and Freya looked up and was like, well, I don't know, Nan, do you reckon you could? Well, I think I could, but I couldn't do all that licking. <laughs> and we were like, well, probably like, not then. No, I didn't say probably not. I said, that's fine. You just be a pillow, pillow princess. princess. What's that? I'm like, don't you worry, you'll find out. But <laughs> 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 but yeah, my whole family now are absolutely fine. I was really bre- blessed. My two closest yeah. friends, when they came out, they literally laughed in my face and was like, do you think we're fucking blind? We know. Because I've been crying over a girl for the past five years. <laughs> as if it wasn't obvious that I was in love with that her. Was like, I mean, we always think that it's not obvious, but yeah. It, it was obvious. Is, yeah and yeah I was really lucky by then everyone surrounded with me I had a couple of bigotry comments from like family members once my auntie looked up to me and was like oh you're gay and I was like yeah Yeah. I thought she knew she was like oh 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 why it's disgusting and I looked up and I was like yeah a bit like you having a different boyfriend every fucking three months for the past six years but I don't look up and say anything do I yeah you fucking should 
Well, I did. I did yeah. walk up and said that Good. to her, and that shot her down. Not yeah. to like, I'm not slut shaming anyone, but it was more like, it's don't more like you're coming to judge me. me. It's more the uh, that's what gets yeah. me. It's so I, I basically went for the one thing I could say that. Yeah, I knew no, with, like, it's a pretty good one. It's a pretty good comeback. I mean, I'm I, quick because yeah. I remember that when I, you are very quick. It's actually fucking annoying. When I when I went to an all girls school, um, which was literally like a factory of just cunts everywhere and in the worst but way cunt possible factory. Cunt not factory. the kind that we'd like yeah shit cunts <laughs> and um and it was it really was like uh lesbian mm. they'd be like mm, dyke like it was everything was like uh do you know that she kisses girls or like there was this one girl who was obviously a lesbian and it was like stay away don't let her look at you uh, when, when whenever like we were in the changing rooms so they were like angry. oh she's walking in hide hide your tits like so all this kind of stuff meanwhile i'm there like hello tits joking so bad i didn't want to fuck any of them they were all ugly psa so all of those straight girls are like, oh no, she's a lesbian, she's going to fancy me, it makes me feel uncomfortable. You being straight and a female doesn't make you any higher than a two. No. Like you, you do you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't a, suddenly make you attractive. Three. So no. you probably fine. That attitude sends that rating straight down to the fucking exactly. ground. Exactly, Sarah, no one's going to want to touch you with a 10 foot barge pole. <laughs> You're fine, love. <laughs> You're absolutely fine. I hate it when girls say that. Oh, oh it's the she's worst. She's going to fancy me. No, I've got a pair of fucking eyes. Trust me, I'm not. Yeah, literally. I've also got a pair of ears and the shit that comes out of your mouth. <laughs> even if you were a 10, I wouldn't. I, yeah. I, after two drinks, I'd probably consider it. But before that, I would never. <laughs> so on the coming out story, we kind of mentioned this during. Do yeah. it when you're ready. Yes. My, your, Freya's advice will be different to mine. So I'm going to give mine. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I know that I'm in a privileged space to be able to say this. Do it when you're ready. You will lose people. And I know even if some of those are family members, I couldn't actually imagine. So I can't really comment on that. But definitely friends, acquaintances, fuck them. Mm-hmm. Do you not just fuck them? Fuck them. The sh- the, if you tell them and they react badly, thank you and fuck you. Goodbye. It will make space for you to be freer in yourself and find people who love you just for who you are. Like even when I was in the midst of worrying, and I was lucky because a lot of people did accept me, but people don't accept me every day now for being gay. No. You know, we meet people every day who don't accept me or us. It doesn't bother me because I don't care because I'm so happy. And I think that's the biggest piece of advice I can give is hold out going through, you know, keep hold of yourself going through the the trauma and the, the difficulty that will be coming out because I'm not sure if it ever is 100% easy because it will always be very emotionally fueled, even if it's positive. So I think everyone's always struggles with it, but know that you will come out the other side eventually and you will never regret it. No, you'll never regret it. You would regret never coming out and living a lie. Yeah. You've got to, you've really got to be true to yourself because I think about all those years that I beat myself up. I'm wasted. And I, I did waste it. And, and I am, like I've said before, I'm so incredibly comfortable now. The only thing that I can say to you is make sure you're in a safe space to do it. Yes. And, um, no, but also, you know, I, I do genuinely think that we're also not here to educate other people. I think no. that the resources are there for everyone. They have to be fucking blind and deaf to not be able to know that gay people exist and we are very happy we can live very fulfilling lives yeah don't also let them say you know i'm just worried about you because of what this might look like for your life no 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 
our lives are great okay yep. we've been and got uh, yes, and you had have, amazing jobs you do have the the odd thing that happens you know and and that's just due to big to people everywhere but honestly just live your live your truth and come out and do what's best for you and just know that there is a massive community behind you that yep. will love and support you no matter what so absolutely yeah i i wish you all the best of luck if you're looking at doing it and if you have done it and you've had a bad experience then i'm so sorry but I'm right there with you, babe. You will also I've, find I've your way. You will find your way eventually. <laughs> you will. So Marcelo, um, our producer, just made a very good point there in the background that we will um, we're going to just mention is you know when when people make comments about oh you fancy the same sex like that's disgusting or you're two boys or you're two girls, and it's actually quite funny because they're talking about these people are talking about themselves so if you're a man saying that you find two men disgusting you're basically saying you find yourself disgusting and the same, and the same with a woman so that's actually a very bizarre angle to yeah, come at how it bizarre from. being like oh so you're like going down on girls then but it's like but do you not like your I mean, boyfriend in all going fairness, down on you i don't understand 99 of the time now i actually get straight women say to me I fucking hate my husband. I'm disgraced that I'm gay. <laughs> that, that I'm straight. I wish that yes. I was gay. You're so lucky. The tables have turned. Not even in the way we're like, oh, I wish I could be with a woman because it'd be easier. As in like, fuck me. I really, really wish that I was gay. Yeah. So the tables are turning. They are. They're, they're um, turning. For but sure. yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, for sure. So on a much lighter, lighter note, note yeah. I, but it's not, it's not light on the stomach. Um, <laughs> we've now got... <laughs> Our horror story, which I'm going to get Freya to read out. So today's horror story is next level. Like I, Scarlett read <laughs> this out to me earlier and I was like, oh man. But we've got to say it because I can't, I can't keep this one away from you guys. So this has come from a, I'm going to keep her anonymous because I think she might need it. You asked for horror stories. <laughs> About a year ago, I went down on a very hot girl or tried to. It turned out that she had a really bad executive dysfunction, which made it very difficult for her to shower. I found this out because I dove down very enthusiastically, touched her with my tongue and immediately threw up. <laughs> In fairness, there was alcohol involved, but it's probably the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me. Yes, I literally threw up on this poor girl's crotch. I still think she should have said something when my face started descending, given that she had to have known that she hadn't showered in weeks. Oh. She only told me this after I profusely apologized while sobbing because I literally threw up on her pussy because it tasted so <laughs> foul. <laughs> she goes, please don't mention my name. If you do tell this story, I'll never be able to go out in public again. Well, I'm, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look. Oh, God. Wow. Oh, no. Right. I've got a lot to say on this. So, first of all, very much understand that some people have physical and mental health issues which... Um, make it much more difficult for them to keep their personal hygiene up, right? Right, that's just a preface. We know that, okay? Yes. Th this but, is not the point of the story. That is fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that is disgusting. You're a dirty bastard. That's what your nan would say. Yeah, dirty old bastard. Say, just get a bit of imperial leather up there. What's wrong with it? Well, thrush and BV nan, but... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that is, I'm is. No, do you know what it is? The it's not like, telling. It's the not telling, yeah, right? It's just so fucking it's a bit like, rude. If you know that you have this problem, you're probably not best off engaging in oral sex with someone, or, or oh, at least any letting kind of them sex. I'm sorry, go that is down disgusting. on you because, like, you would see them go down because, like, even like, no, 
I, I'm no. sorry. Because even if you were to... Sh- no. You, but also you think about the amount of public toilets that they've used as well. <sighs> I can only hope they write wipe front to back and not back to front. Just a bit of poo. That's just coming to my mind. Yeah, you say not oral, anything. I wouldn't even want to strap someone who'd not showered in weeks because you'd smell it. I'd probably fucking pass out. And then as you'd pass out, you'd pass out into their pussy. (laughs) That would just be my life. Wearing a strap on. Oh, I just... Yeah, no. I'm really sorry because that is a really... Did she... I have a question though. Did you not smell it before you put your tongue on that though? Because I feel like I would have been like... I feel like me and you are very, very sensitive to smells, though. So this may not yeah. apply to the I feel general. Like I, she and she dove. dove down. So she was dedicated to the purse, which I, I respect. I, I, I respect the dedication to the purse, but I also feel like you would smell that a fucking mile away, surely. It's like an open Depends. Wound. Depends what the girl was wearing. And as you say as well, like sometimes, like my perfume. It's not quite, her fault. No, babe, it's not your fault. It's not I'm your sorry. fault. My perfume's quite strong that I don't really... I can smell my perfume a lot when I'm walking around. Yeah. So I don't, n- 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 bleh, sorry, I don't necessarily always detect other smells yeah. because I'm smelling my own smell. But I think that she just owed her the common courtesy to just say, Absolutely. let's not do this right now. Absolutely. And she didn't even have to say that she has this issue. She could just or, say, no, I'm not feeling well, no, it she right could now. have said, look, I do have an issue. I've not showered in a few weeks. And I don't Go feel down there, take a whiff. And if, let me know if you fancy it. Yeah. And if not, no worries. I imagine someone it to be out like, there you know will have a kink. You know, it. yeah, they will. You know when like you've just bought a load of cheese and then you open up the fridge door. I imagine it to be like that. Worse. Gone off milk. I quite like that smell. Maybe me Homage. and you would be fucking great. Maybe you'd be great. That's another charity. <laughs> Dirty puss charity. <laughs> Dirty Puss Foundation, the DPs. Um, yeah, I can't. I'm just so, so grateful. I've never. I've never encountered that. I can actually safely say that's I've never, never happened to me. Uh, obviously, all vagina smells and tastes different, yeah, I right? Know, it? None of it is ever. You know when there's a problem. Oh, you know when. And again, we all get BV, right? We do. Yeah. We all get BV. But that, again, is also very. Because di- that's not a cleanliness thing. That's actually an Dog over-cleanliness thing. Um <laughs> Dog biscuits and a packet of skips. But that's very different. <laughs> oh, what a lovely dessert. <laughs> I love skips. <laughs> Been out for a couple cocktails, nothing in the fridge. I'll munch on that pussy because it's some dog biscuits and a bag of skips. <laughs> I need to get rid of this microphone. <laughs> put it in the bin. Yeah. Put the microphone. I in the need bin to right put now. myself in the bin. Oh yeah, well. So to yeah. this person, I'm I mean, sorry. you, sh- I, you're actually an angel for crying and mm-hmm. apologising. I would have been calling it out way before this person told me that she had an executive dysfunction disorder because I would have literally just been like, I don't know if you've noticed, but that reeks, <laughs> and that's why I've had to vomit because that was like jumping into a Victorian <laughs> sewage. Oh, na- what? Now she's. Now she oh, has. Would, no, oh, imagine if she didn't. Away. No, imagine if she didn't clean it. Oh, after it got vomited on as oh. well. Maybe that's why it smells so bad. Because every girl just keeps vomiting on her. It's like the human caterpillar, but for pussy. The human centipede. I'm the human oh, caterpillar. God. We've really taken this too far. To the girl, I'm sorry that ever happened to you. I hope that doesn't put you off vagina. And to any of those 
straight in quotation marks girls that listen to this podcast let me tell you statistically and this is a made up statistic in my head but I fucking know 99.9% of pussy tastes like vanilla and sugar and I can guarantee that that pussy is 99.999% cleaner than the smeg that is building around your ex-boyfriend's bellend okay that was wow it's true that was beautiful <laughs> you bring smeg into the conversation it's true once you bring smeg i can't you can never go through an episode of the lesbian supper club without dicking on men so true anyway that is it for today's episode <laughs> thank you guys so much i uh, honestly it just gets better and better as far as i'm concerned I my love this. advice for today's episode is wash your vajaj come out vajaj be gay be proud classic and wash your puss puss. Use ba- balance active. Clean your vagine. Don't spray her though. No. Because then you will get No boobie. spray, no just, lay. Just a bit of water. There are products out there. I mean, I... Oh my God, are you going to now gonna say what products? I personally use? No, that's wrong. Um, <laughs> well, yes. yes. Until FemFresh want to sponsor no, us. No, until Aesop want to fucking sponsor us. I'm not going to go into how I use their products. <laughs> anyway thank you guys we love you thank you we'll catch you next week catch you next week guys bye bye bye